Hey everyone, welcome to Savage to Sage, where we explore the evolution of entrepreneurs. In this show, we hear from leaders on the challenges and breakthroughs that have shaped them on their journey toward becoming a sage. Hey everybody, welcome to the Savage to Sage podcast. Um, I have the privilege of having Mark Canada on the show today. Mark, welcome to the Savage to Sage show. So Mark, you are the founder and president of Marketplace and Development Enterprises. Previously, uh, you served on the Director's Council for Ascend International, and you're also a partner at Craig and DeVault Law Firm. Is that correct? Well, mostly. I'm no longer a partner because I I left to go overseas for a number of years, and now that I've come back, I'm technically of counsel. So... Okay. Wonderful. And, and for most people, that means nothing. Uh, for any lawyers listening, that's crucial to understand that. So <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, um, we're excited to have you on the show. And if you could, can you kind of share like a concise bio of the companies that you founded and kind of what led you here today? <clears throat> sure. Yeah, I, I really have only founded one company that I think of as a company. I've done different ventures that uh, technically, I guess I created LLCs for, but it was more done some real estate holdings and, and rental properties and, and things like that. But, but really, the um, my, my bio is that I'm, I'm an attorney. I practice tax and business law for a number of years up in Chicago and then moved to Indianapolis to uh, to complete that and uh, then join Sun International, as you uh, mentioned earlier, to do uh, what a lot of folks call traditional missions work uh, overseas. My wife and I uh, lived in various places, Ukraine, Siberia, Kazakhstan, places most people don't even want to go on vacation, uh, let alone live there. And then when we came back, we were asked to Look at this whole marketplace missions movement, and uh, as a result of that, I I ended up creating uh, MDE or Marketplace and Development Enterprises. That's cool. What what kind of made you you know start MDE? Like, what was kind of the fit in the market for you that that made sense? Yeah, I, I started MDE because I was asked to look at this whole thing. Um, real quick background: a lot of mission agencies, which send is one. I was looking at ways to get into countries to share the gospel and plant churches. And one way to do that is to walk in the door and say, hi, my name is Mark. I'm a missionary and I'm here to share the gospel with you. The other approach is to say, hey, I'm Mark. I'm, I'm a business guy and I'm, I'm running a valid business. And oh, by the way, I'm also a believer and want to share the gospel with you. And so most mission agencies do the former some are trying to do the latter with um, happen with us, not generally a lot of success. And so that's what really drove me to create MD is I, I was asked to look at this whole thing for Send International and I, I came away with the conclusion, A, that Send International couldn't do it, primarily because a lot of other organizations that were a lot bigger, smarter, had more money than us uh, weren't doing it well either. So it really was, I saw the need for somebody to come alongside and support those folks using the second approach, the marketplace missions approach, the I want to be a businessman and also be missional at the same time approach. And and because of the lack of 
in my opinion, support out there for that, I decided to create an organization that would be a support organization, a, a service organization to, to help those folks. That's great. That's great. And can you talk to me about that decision point? Was it a natural progression for you? Was it something that like, oh, this is going to take a lot of faith and, you know, to kind of start your own, you know, start MDE? You know, it, it sort of evolved. I don't really think of it. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go be an entrepreneur. Oh, I'm going to go launch an entity to do this. It really, again, was it started as a part of me being a part of an organization looking to get into that into that market, so to speak, into that space. And, and I came away, again, as I mentioned earlier, with the idea that conviction that, again, the current structure, paradigm, ethos that we had in this organization wouldn't, wouldn't work in this path. So I, I went to the international director and said, you know, hey, love you and fully supportive of mission agencies and what they're about, but I, I really don't want to be a part of something that I don't think will work. I mean, I'm, I'm lazy, so I'd rather go read a good book than, you know, put my head against the wall kind of thing. So, <laughs> so if I'm going to put energy into this, I want to make it have a fighting chance of succeeding, right? So so I said, look, I, I really think we need to create a separate organization. I need to create a separate organization to really make this go. At that point, I'd, I'd done my whole market research um, for probably at least a year and a half, maybe even two years. And I came to the conclusion that, hey, I, I would like to be a part of that. I, I see the need and it's a need I would like. Yeah. So I, the combination of those two. So if you're not going to be a part of this organization, what do you do? Well, if you're a lawyer and you create a corporation because that's what you're good at, right? You, you're doing that all the time. So so I created a corporation, a not-for-profit in this case, and a couple others decide because, again, you got to kill lots of trees and you'd like to have lots of organizations. There, there actually there were reasons for it. But so we went down that pathway. I, I got a um, board of directors who uh, business people, missional people, including the international director of SEN, and off we went. Cool. Very, very cool. As you started this out, you know, kind of, you know, typically what happens for entrepreneurs that are starting out, they, you know, there's, there's struggles that come along the way. So, um, as you're thinking about starting MDE, you know, what were some of the kind of the big professional, personal challenges that you kind of faced? No, that's, that's a good question. I, I suppose one of the challenges, the biggest challenge I faced was I didn't see a single organization doing what I wanted to be done. So I, I didn't have anybody that I could go like copy, right? Again, lawyers like to do that too. You, you find a good document, you copy it, and then cut and paste, right? That's and get pay lots of money for that. There, there really was nobody doing it, so I had to, which was good and bad because, frankly, I kind of enjoyed the challenge. So I came up with schemes and tried them, and some of them worked, some of them not so well. And uh, and and lots of entrepreneurs will tell you. Me, I don't think of myself as an entrepreneur, but since that's what this show is about, I'll I'll put that label <laughs> on myself. But anyway, the uh, you know some of the things that you think will be easy aren't, and some of the things that oh man, I'm really going to struggle with that were easy, and so that that was kind of fun. And I I guess I've always been somewhat moderately stubborn, and so that always helps as, as an entrepreneur and. 
but willing to be convinced that I'm not going down the right pathway. And so if, if you convince me I'm not going down the right pathway and, and the change is needed, I'm, I'm more than willing to make changes. And so I think I've, I've always sort of had that. So this was sort of a natural fit for me. I, other than the, nobody else out there doing it, I can't think of anything really off the top of my head that I felt like, oh, wow, this is too much or too much of a challenge or that kind of thing. Given that your organization specifically works with kind of like either fostering entrepreneurship in overseas companies, like, did you, do you feel like you have a unique insight into entrepreneurs or, you know, people that are, you know, doing kind of ministry, but then as well as that are doing, you know, that want to do business as well? Because I would imagine that you sit on a kind of unique seat, kind of just trying to lead that type of organization and your interactions with folks. I, I I do. I'm not sure I have any great insights, uh, as you know, and as these podcasts are revealing. You know, a lot of the the basic principles remain the same, and and so as I was, as I'm thinking about this just off the top of my head, you know, there's some characteristics um, that you know entrepreneurs need, uh, and and it, whether or not they're here in the United States or overseas, it, you know, you have to have the I always tell people you have to have a certain amount of moxie, right? A certain amount of, you know, that gumption, whatever, whatever you want to call it, grit. And then you got to be, you know, willing to work hard. Everybody who joins MDE, I said, look, if you think this is going to be easy, Lord bless you. I, I wish you the best, but, <laughs> you know, for, we're not going to partner with you because, you know, it's just not going to work. Um, so those are the two, you know, main characteristics we look at, again, whether they're overseas or not. The, the challenges, of course, are many. We don't focus on one particular country, so uh, we always have to find, you know, lawyers and accountants in that particular country to deal with the local laws and, and rules that way. And and uh, you always have to, typically, you have to find business people in that country who are willing to share with you about markets and what would work and what doesn't and what's sort of acceptable and what isn't. Um, our clients. Uh, both Americans who are moving overseas and nationals who are right there in the country looking to establish uh, a business. We, we work both. Um, and pros and cons to teach each one of those. That makes lots of sense. You know, one of the things that we talk about, and, and you know, this this may apply to, it may not. And I know for people that have kind of been seasoned, that have kind of gone through enough of life, you kind of just you figure out your patterns, right? You figure out how to, you know, function on a high level. Some of the people that we talk on the show, they're just kind of like starting out three to five years, you know, maybe their first or second startup that they're doing. And, you know, generally in in our society, it's, man, you run really hard for a long period of time. And typically that kind of can easily lead to burnout. Um, But one of the questions that I like to ask people that are on the show is, is there specific ways that you fuel yourself to keep yourself inspired that you're, you know, constantly kind of saying, how am I giving life to myself? Is there, are there ways that you uh, motivate yourself as you lead others in your organization? Well, that's, that's, that's a big question. We could, I can spend an hour just talking about that. So, but I don't think we have an hour, so I'll keep it more concise. Yeah. There there are multiple ways. Um, I have historically tried to physically fit, you know, run, that kind of thing. It seems crazy, right, when you're tired, but you go run because it does 
you love those endorphins and it, it just relieves stress and you know so things like that um you know try to get rest the, the one thing i did learn um pal is that I, and i and i messed up on this and you, you were very nice to say you know younger folks and then you didn't call me an old guy but i am you know so that was very polite of you the way you you introduced that but uh I'll edit yeah. what I meant to say. <laughs> no, 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 that's 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 fine. That's fine. So one of the things that I I realized as I was launching MPE is I, I messed up and uh, I was running fine. I, I love to create things, start things. I love the challenge of take. Haven't figured out how to do this. Well, let's try this. Let's try that. I think this would work. And you know, and gathering data and trying to figure out how to do that. I, I love that kind of stuff. So I love creating. I'm not very good at maintaining things. My wife always chides me because I'll go plant the garden, create the garden, and then I don't do the weeding, right? And so uh, she gets stuck with that. Kind, I'm just not a, a maintainer. So as we launched MDE, uh, I was I was having a great time at doing that. It was challenging. I was working long hours, but it was it was good. Then it got to the point where we had sort of built out our model and it was working and growing. And then we got to the point where the prototype was working, but we didn't have the wherewithal to really grow it. And and because I was the the bottleneck, and what I really needed was a. Uh, an operations person, a COO, to to really come in and do that and be the maintainer, right? And to 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 run the ship. And I didn't do it, and I didn't do it, didn't push the board. So I I actually just about collapsed. I went to the board and said, "Hey, look, um, you got to find me a COO like in the next six months, or I'm going to be toast." So uh, so they were very gracious, and they went out and found somebody who's who's fabulous and. Uh, and now I'm slowly recovering from that period of time where I was just like, I told some people I felt like I was hit by a bus and uh, <laughs> from all of all of what I was doing that, that I really didn't like doing it. There's always stuff you have to do that you don't like, right? But it's, it needs to be 10 or 20% of what you're doing, not, not 90% of what you're doing. And I was sort of at that point. So anyway, that's uh, that was my lesson learned. Uh, you, you know, again, just keep that percentage in the proper perspective. And, and if you can't, then maybe you need to do something else. Hmm. That's good. That's good sage advice. The other part of the podcast, the sage advice. Yeah, that's great. When you think about, you just talked about kind of hiring your COO, what goes into that process for you? You know, kind of how do you find your core team members? You talked about kind of people that join MDE. You know, what do you look for? How do you know that it's a right fit for, for them and for you? Yeah, I, I think the first step was, you know, creating that job description. Uh, and again, I, I've been doing MDE for, well, we started in what, 2015. So I'd, I'd been doing it for a while. And so I, I knew what I needed, or at least I thought I knew what we needed in an operations person. So that somebody was the easiest part of saying, I don't like doing this, so that they need to do that. I, I don't like doing that either. They need to do that. It, but it's so it was kind of easy that way. But um, yeah, and then we got the board involved and we, we did the typical, you know, connect with people, do the networking, right? Yeah, you call the people you know and, and, and that one and then ask them to reach out to the people that they know. And, uh, turns out I actually, I was having lunch with a, a guy, a friend of mine who's, who's younger, he was explaining this to him. He said, you yeah. know, you thought about like asking my dad 
he'd done a lot of entrepreneurial things. Uh, he did the operations. And I looked at him and said, um, no. So I think I should call him and say, well, yeah. So anyway, so that's actually how that worked out. And uh, <laughs> we had we had a couple candidates, though, other than that. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, I I don't have any great sage advice on this one other than I just kind of went with my my gut. And you know, we had multiple conversations. I tried to be very transparent with him to say, this is really what I'm looking for. And this is how I see it playing out. And, you know, and, and if you're not comfortable in that arena, then it, this probably won't be for you. And I shared that with a couple of the, the candidates. Yeah. And then just looking at their background and, and hearing some of their responses to questions, um, it, it became apparent that, um, that Bill, you know, rose to the top and he, he was the candidate that we needed to ask. And thankfully he, uh, he agreed. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's great. So I uh, just one more question before we kind of get to some, you know, like some closing questions, you know, as a leader, as you, as you know, think about, you know, the vision of MDE, how do you go about fostering kind of the organizational culture? Like how, like, how does that come to your mind? You know, how do you lead in that realm? Um, those types of things. Uh, a couple of things. I, I think one we have a clear vision and a clear mission, which we state on a regular basis. Um, and uh, again, I mentioned earlier that I'm, I'm lazy, right? So I, I don't want to do anything that's superfluous. I mean, so, that, so we're already got to do stuff that really advances our mission because otherwise it's busy work and I don't like busy work. So we're going to focus constantly on how is this going to enhance our, our mission? And so if it doesn't, then we don't do it. And if it fits within it, great. We'll, we'll talk about it and, and figure out if it's the right strategy or, or tactic or wherever it is on, on a scale. But um, yeah, I, I think it's just asking those questions constantly about, okay, what are we doing? And is it fulfilling our mission so that we can fulfill our vision? Yeah, makes tons of sense. That's great. So if you think about, you know, you've highlighted, you know, kind of one of the big lessons, right? So it's like you were doing things like 90% of the time that weren't necessarily in your, you know, your skill set. And you're like, hey, I learned there, you know, like I want to actually be in my sweet spot. Have there been other like lessons that you've learned as you've started MDE um, that have been significant lessons for you? Um, a couple things. Um, one would be that, yeah, I mean, it's in some ways it's a lot harder than it looks. And so I relay that information, as I mentioned earlier, to all my potential client members. Uh, and yeah, I, other than that, I can't really, I just had a lot of fun with it, Kyle, to be honest with you. I, other than the, when I got to that, from the 90, 10 to 80, 20, to, you know, to 10, 90, that's when it ceased to be fun. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I, my, my lesson that way, but but other than that, I, I can't, again, I have the great privilege of, of working with some some great people. I was staff, and we've got a lot of great member clients that we work with. So their experiences have varied all over the map. As, as you mentioned earlier, yeah, I, I do get to work with people who are just at the concept phase versus the, yeah, I've been beating my head against the wall for the last five and six, eight years. Can you? 
can you help me? And, and occasionally we get the few that, um, hey, I know how to do one, but I'd really like to do two or three or four. And so we come alongside each of those. And it's just fun. And we have a variety of, of businesses that we help. We don't just do one industry. So different sizes, different business phases, um, different countries, all that kind of stuff. It's a challenge, but it's, it's overall, it's a fun challenge. That's cool. If you were to give somebody sage advice, maybe it's the advice that you give to potential members at MDE or somebody that's considering like kind of starting a business, fulfilling a need that they see is out in the market that's not being fulfilled. Like what advice would you give them? So, so the one would be, yeah, personality fit, as we talked about earlier, the, you know, having that moxie and the willingness to work hard because if, if you don't have those two, then, you know, this, this is for you. The other thing I guess I would encourage them to do is, and, and this is, this is me, right? I'm the accountant lawyer type is, is to do their market study, you know, to figure out and ask people questions. Really, I, I can't tell you how many people I work with who, um, they got this great idea and, and the first question, one of the first questions I ask is, well, who else thinks it's a great idea? And, you know, what, who have you talked to? And, you know, well, not a whole lot because I know it's such a great idea. Well, <laughs> you might want to talk to a few other people and figure this out. Is, is this really a need? And, uh, and can you really fulfill that need? And, and if not, you know, maybe you need to tweak your course a little bit, the old uh, entrepreneurial pivot, as they say, right? Um, so just to, remind them that uh, they a they will they will need to do the pivots and, and b the more pivots they can do before they actually launch is the the better yep yep market research absolutely that's key cool well mark thank you so much for being on the savage stage uh podcast if people wanted to get connected with you or hear more about mde what's the best way to do that sure just just reach out to me that'd be great uh at m canada at mde.com, Mark Canada at mde.com. That'll get to me, and then we'll, we'll figure out how to connect. That'll get. Well, it was a privilege having you on the show, Mark. Thank you. I appreciate, appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's interview. To view show notes or hear more episodes, please visit www.savagetosage.com.